You're listening to Real Estate for Real People, hosted by the Stone Sisters. The Stone Sisters have built an award-winning realty business, and they're here to share some of their knowledge with you. A new episode drops every Thursday. If you enjoy the show, please share it with a friend and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And visit www.stonesisters.com for more information just like this. So today we're going to talk about seven ways to maximize your dollar when selling your home. Yeah. How do you get the best possible price for your home, regardless of what kind of market you're in? And some of these you've probably heard before, but we're going to go into each one a little bit more and talk about really the how. How do we do this? So first one is curb appeal. Yeah. And, and we all hear about curb appeal and, and you look at it and go, yeah, you know, a home sells well, you know, increase your curb appeal. And it's like, well, what does that mean? Curb appeal means plant, go and get a really nice pot of flowers, you know, zip to Costco or your home hardware store and, and get the biggest bin of flowers that you can get. If you're selling in the winter, get a poinsettia or get some winter greens mm-hmm. or something to just, you know, have it look fresh and, and appealing. So really it's the, you know, the first impression of a property is that curb appeal. So it's the first impression somebody has of your home that goes from things like how many cars are out front? Can I really see the front door? Mm -hmm. Um, If I can't see the front door, have something that at least is inviting me in, you know, a pop of color with this, you know, as Tamara said, flowers, or maybe it's a pillow that's on a chair at the front door or something. Make sure everything is neat and tidy. Your lawn is cut. Um, The dirt, if you can put in fresh mulch, that makes a huge difference. Oh, it goes so far. It's interesting when when people do that and and get a you know $25 load of of bark mulch mm-hmm. or ogo grow here in town and and just put down that jet black dirt it it's so crisp it just makes everything really really shine and look at your your house your, you know or your property as though you are the buyer look at it through the buyer's eyes do you notice paint chips on your front door mm-hmm. do you notice you know is your deck dirty or any of those things so step back look at it as a buyer and then fix any of those things that you see make sure there's no newspapers um, make sure that it's a clear walkway that there's nothing that somebody's going to be tripping over or or anything like that yeah even touching something you know it's funny because I've seen it in houses where you're walking up the front steps and the bushes are just a little bit overgrown Mm-hmm. And they brush against you. And I'm paranoid about spiders and insects crawling on me. So if I, you know, rub against a bush and, and then maybe a daddy long legs is going to crawl out onto me, it's it's just a sense of ickiness. And you, mm-hmm. you just don't want that. No, you get one chance to make a first impression. So mm-hmm. make sure it's a good impression. That's a great tip. So number two. Minimize your personal items. Declutter. We hear this all the time. Yeah. But what does that really mean? It honestly, in, in you know, being completely blunt, I think it means go through your home room by room and take half of what you have out. Unless you have next to nothing, you have too much. And yeah. again, talking about brushing up against things or, or having a room that's overcrowded. Take off anything that hangs on the back of a door. Take off, mm-hmm. you know, empty half the cupboards. Um, rent a storage unit. Call your buddy and ask to borrow their basement. But really, really take out, you know, family pre- photos and personal items, pet beds. Really have it nearly empty just mm-hmm. so people can really get a good sense of the size and, and of the rooms and the layout. People typically walk through a house in, it's normally a couple walking through, they might have kids with them, and then they're realtors. So there's often quite a few people that are walking through your home at once, and they tend to kind of huddle together. So you want to make sure that all the walkthrough spaces are open. You don't have stuff laying around. You want to make sure that there's not a chair that's blocking your view or blocking a window. So do 
declutter everything, make sure that there's lots of space for people to walk around. I mean, really, we're competing against brand new properties for the most part, or we're competing against all the TV shows that portray that every property is brand new. So those those shows have sort of done um, a disservice in some regard because everybody's expecting a house to show really, really well. It's not how we live, but we're really merchandising a home. Absolutely. It's a great distinction. And, you know, often we're getting people to move their television out of the primary room or, mm-hmm. or you know, reposition the way they've got their furniture in the living room so everything feels open. And people go, well, this isn't how I live. I, I can't see the TV. But for showing a home, certainly for the photo and the videos and that first two weeks on market, it's how you live is very different from how you merchandise to get the best price. Next thing is smells. So how a property smells makes a huge difference in how long um, somebody will stay in your home, which also translate if they're feeling comfortable in your home, you want them to stay for a while because they're getting that emotional connection to your home, which will then translate into more money for your home. Absolutely. They say that smell is the strongest memory sense. And it makes me think back to dad and his driving around. Our dad was a realtor and he always kept a a small jar of vanilla extract in the back of his car. And he he would zip into a house few minutes before showing, turn the stove on high and pour the vanilla extract directly onto the burner. Mm -hmm. And it smoked like mad, but evaporated instantly, leaving behind the smell of fresh baking. And it's, it's a childhood smell. It's very comforting and welcoming. And on a subtle level, I think it makes people feel really welcome. They want to stay. Another thing you can do, certainly we do for second showings on properties often is we'll bake cookies. So there's nothing better than when you've been showing property all day as the realtor, but also as the buyers too. And you've been in and out of houses for hours and you go into this house and suddenly you get a warm, fresh baked cookie and you just get to sit there. Meanwhile, you're looking around the room, you're enjoying the views to the backyard and you're having that emotional connection with this amazing smell and cookie. (laughs) Yeah, it's brilliant. And, and, you know, some people, some of the listeners might be thinking, okay, well, I've got, you know, those Glade plugins or or some of those, Mm -hmm. those kind of chemical smells. You really want to avoid those. Because I think if people walk in a home and there's an overpowering sense of, of artificial fragrance, it concerns people and they wonder what you're covering up. That's a great point. So yeah, I really try to avoid any of those, those plug-in sort of things or you something know. natural something that you can relate to and connect emotionally. So yeah. that home-baked cooking, I don't think there's anything better. I honestly do not think there's anything better. So, so next thing is vacate. Please don't be home for showings. <laughs> and it's a hard one. We, we really have had people struggle with this and they're like, but I know my home well and I'll, I'll stay out of the way and, and I'll, I'll just be over here in the living room in case they have questions. Don't do it. Because the whole time you're at home, they're recognizing that this is your home, not their home. It's your home. And you really want those people, the buyers, when they're walking through to feel at home as though the house could be theirs, not yours. And they want it, you want them to feel comfortable to say, okay, I really can't stand this color. I'd paint the whole thing or I'd knock out that wall or, you know, mm-hmm. they, they won't be comfortable doing it. I mean, people are in a house for far less time, you know, way, way shorter a visit if you're home, even actually if your realtor's home. We, we yes. find that, you know, sometimes it's nice to have the listing realtor there to promote some key things if there's something that's really different, but then give the people privacy, allow mm-hmm. them to, to feel really comfortable and welcome in your home. And as you're saying, Shannon, allow them to feel like it could be their home. Yeah, absolutely. And the next thing is repair. 
So do again, like you did on the curb appeal, look through your house as though you are looking at it for the first time. What little repairs do you need to do? And we get asked all the time, well, does it really matter? Do I need to paint that baseboard or, you know, and yes, people notice those things. People want to move into a house that feels not lived in. They know that it's been lived in, but they want to almost have that impression that it hasn't been lived in. Yeah, you know, if you, you go get a caulking gun and, and do around the, the toilets and the sink seals and your bathtub, um, I think, you know, vacuuming, it's going to sound funny, but the cold air returns. Go home tonight if, you, if you're mm-hmm. not at home right now and have a look in your bathroom at the ceiling fan because it's probably mm-hmm. clogged in that thick gray dust. I'm not sure what that is. I don't really want to know, but we see it all the time. And you can go in a house that is spotlessly clean, but then you look at the cold air return or a ceiling fan, um, one of the ones hanging down or a bathroom fan and and they're filthy and it just doesn't go well. Yeah. So repair and clean. It's a really good point. Mm -hmm. So it does make a difference, all those little repairs and making sure the house is squeaky clean. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So another one that's really important is is to create an oasis. And this is applicable whether you're selling a condo with a little Romeo and Juliet balcony or something on acreage with a massive backyard with a a swimming pool and a gazebo or what have you. You really want to celebrate outdoors. Especially now we're all utilizing our outdoor spaces much more so and it's become so much more important. So really create that oasis where somebody feels very welcomed and it's again that emotional connection with your property. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really goes a long way. So the next one is define spaces. So what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, and it's it's a great one. And I, you know, often, and I know we've got a room at our house that's part-time art studio, part-time office, part-time storage room, and, uh, you know, a well, little bit of- a, gym. I think I've seen yeah, you do gym Yeah, I've got there. Some, some weights in there too. And it's all, <laughs> it's just all combined. And it's it's not a clearly defined space. And in selling a home, I think it really makes a difference to to commit to that being a library or that being a gym. Yeah, and it's it's having, I know our stager says it all the time when she walks through houses, because all of us have those rooms where, as Tamara said, that it's kind of a, a room of many traits. Um, but it's also sometimes we have those rooms in the basement where they're really nothing and they're just an empty space. Throw a yoga mat down, throw a couple weights in, make it a space. Mm-hmm. So people look and go, oh yeah, I can have my home gym here. I'm going to move library. to Kelowna and I'm going to work out. <laughs> but it, it's creating that emotion connection and it's giving them more. It's maximizing your dollar because it's giving them each room has its own defined reason for being that room. Yep. So those are seven ways to to get the top dollar for your home. I'm sure we could come up with 17 or 27, but that's something to get you started. Go home and have a look at your place with fresh eyes and apply those tips to get the best price you could. Thanks for listening to this episode of Real Estate for Real People. If you want to reach out to the Stone Sisters, visit www.stonesisters.com. This podcast was produced by Podigy Podcasts. See you next time.